Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode on Groovy Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hillica, and I still am kind of dealing with a cold, so my voice might sound a little different, and I might have to take some breaks to cough or clear my throat or whatever. So I want to talk about trauma today. I've talked about trauma a few times on this podcast, and I haven't talked about my story with trauma in a long time and also like the very, very significant changes and ways I view trauma um, in the last about six months. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how you can clear trauma without reliving the traumatic event or being in significant pain for a long time. Um, This episode is a lot about healing trauma. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about my story and then um, share some other things too. So if you are new here and you don't know my story and you don't know who I am, welcome, welcome to this podcast. Um, Thanks for listening in. But I found my daughter after she died and it was unexpected, it was sudden and it felt like in one moment that my mind just snapped. Like I, that's kind of how I described it. Like something just broke in my mind. Um, like before Aria died, I felt pretty kind of stable, but now when I think of it more, I'm like, oh yeah, I could, you know, like there's definitely things that more anxiousness that I had before, but, um, but like I was completely (laughs) unhinged. Like I felt like. I couldn't trust myself. I couldn't trust my mind. I couldn't trust my body. I didn't know what was true or false. I didn't know when to worry about something or not worry about something. I had panic attacks on the regular. I relived Aria's death over and over and over in my mind, but not only in my mind with my other kids. Um, I really, I relived that with them thinking they died too. Um, and it just, it's just terrible. My body reacted to things without my consent. Um, like I kind of describe it, like my heart would just start pounding and, um, it start breathing really fast. And it was just like, I was like, I have no control over this. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Um, I started avoiding things. That was it. That that was like my thing. Why I knew I had PTSD um, was I was avoiding things that I felt really guilty about avoiding, but I literally could not control myself in avoiding them. It was so terrifying. Um, the sensations in my body just got to be too extreme, and I 
lived with this massive stress ball in my chest and it was so awful. Um, I told people that it was slowly killing me, this ball in my chest. I was constantly on edge, jump at loud noises. I remember thinking about, um, you know, how I used to love to do like roller coasters and things that were kind of adrenaline pumping or fun, exciting things. And I was like, I have lived enough excitement in my life, um, more adrenaline than I've ever needed to live in my life. I do not need any excitement. I don't need to ever experience anything like that again. That's kind of what I thought at that time because my body was in a constant state of stress. I did not need any more going on. It literally was so stressed out. Um, everything was just kind of falling apart in my life and also within my body, um, just getting sick. And, oh, it's just terrible. Not sleeping. Um, this other memory that's coming to my mind right now that maybe I've shared before on this podcast, like I had to check on my my um, kids from my mom and dad's house to our house was about a half an hour driving and I had to check on them. We had to pull over and turn on the light about every maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes um, because I had to make sure that they were all still alive. Um, this literally is... It's a horrible way to live. It is awful. When I think about that time, I'm like, I can't believe I lived that. I can't believe I lived in such terror and fear and worry and anxiety. And like, I don't even know how I functioned at all. Like, I'm pretty proud of myself that I functioned on some level, but it was, it, it is not a way to live. And being on this side of things where I am now, I'm like, well, it is absolutely not a way to live. So if this resonates with you or sounds familiar to you at all, I want to first tell you that you're not alone, that you're not alone experiencing this, or if you've been experiencing this. Um, but also, I want you to know that this can absolutely be healed. Trauma is not something you have to just learn to live with or just, you know, find your tools to cope with it because it is like no matter what tools you find to cope when even if you're coping your body is still under a huge huge state of stress um this example that i heard recently was like say you're finding ways to cope say in a car you go out in your car and you push the gas pedal and kind of that's your way to cope but the brakes are on um the brakes are constantly on you you're slamming the the brakes and slamming the gas pedal at the same time that car's not going to last very long kind of like for you it's just so stressful on your body that like I noticed myself that I started to get sick and I started to have um I started to have so many things happen that just felt really crazy I I felt crazy I thought I was going crazy and when I learned that I possibly had trauma or PTSD and I read about it, I was like, okay, I have a name for this thing. Um, 
I'm going to, I want to heal this. I'm going to do whatever it can, whatever I can, um, do whatever it takes because I don't want to live like this the rest of my life. I can't even fathom, uh, living like this. And I want to clarify because trauma and grief can kind of get blended together because when your child dies, it's very traumatic. And I, I do believe a lot of moms who have experienced their child dying have trauma, but trauma and grief are not the same thing. And I kind of think of it like this, that grief is what we, you know, learn to carry. It's everything inside a grieving mom's haven of like processing the emotions, learning how to feel the emotions, like flowing with them. Um, But then there's things like anxiety and panic attacks and not sleeping and and so many other things that just they're they're part of trauma in other parts of it that you don't have to live with so grief is something we learn to carry learn to live live with in a sense um it can get so much fl- lighter when you learn to flow with it in flow with the emotions but then this side of the trauma part of it this is something don't even try to learn to live with it because it's not something you have to to learn to live with it can be healed and cleared and it's not something you need to continue to live with so I went on a mission and I wanted to heal this I was very intent on it I wanted to feel like I could be the mom again that feeling like I you know it's pretty uh, terrifying or, um, a helpless feeling to feel like you can never be with your kids by yourself. Like anytime my husband would go, you know, say he had a job at that point and going on a work trip, it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't be with these kids by myself, that kind of stuff. It's just, it's really a helpless feeling. And I wanted to feel like I, I got this, I can take care of my kids. It's not a big deal. Um, so this led me to EMDR, eye movement and desensitization and reprocessing, which absolutely changed my life. And this was the first time I experienced that trauma can be healed. Um, it was a lot of work. Um, I went to therapy twice a week for a year um, very intense emotional sessions. And in the middle of every session, I'd be thinking like, I just hate this. I don't want to be here. I don't like this. But every single session I left with like, I have hope. I'm so grateful. I'm doing this. I felt really good. My therapist was really amazing. I think he did a great job. And, um, I was really, really grateful for that. Um, I, so anyways, I, I did heal a lot of my trauma with that. And I, I do think there are many ways to heal trauma and that is a a way, a route to heal it. Um, I do have like this really, I don't know if I want to say soft spot for trauma or like tender spot for me because I've experienced it and I know how horrific it is. And I know how horrific it is to live with after your child dies, this trauma. So 
like grief is one thing and trauma is another and experiencing both at the same time is just horrific. It's so awful. I, I feel like I can't even put to words how, how horrible it is. Um, but I have known for a long time that I've wanted to help others, um, that live with trauma to live without it. Um, it hasn't been something I've felt called to do is to go get training for EMDR. Um, but I, this past, I've been talking about rapid resolution therapy a lot on this podcast. And this past February, I came across it and I found it to be significantly amazing for anxiety, um, to the point where like, I just don't have anxiety. I haven't had it (laughs) since like February. I've had it here and there for different reasons, but about my kids, absolutely not. No anxiety. I'm, I'm not anxious, which is just a really weird feeling for me, but I am very happy with it. But as I've been trained in rapid resolution therapy, I've seen over and over and over again how quickly trauma can be healed, um, even just in a single session or within a few sessions, and how painless it is and how more uplifting it is. And I know this sounds crazy. Um, I had someone else when I was kind of talking about this type of therapy that I was very excited about it and she got really um, emotional about it and was like I spent years years and years and years healing myself and healing my my trauma and doing so much work and you're telling me that there's this thing that could heal my trauma in just a few sessions like what about all that work I did So maybe you're thinking this too, because like, I guess for me, I get kind of taken aback because I'm like, yeah, of course you did all that work that all that work that you've done is not, um, all for naught. Like it's gotten to you to where you are today. And I (laughs) have spent years or a year, I guess I should say, you know, I very intense work to get to where I am today. But to find something that's can help others in such a short amount of time so others don't have to be going to therapy for years and years doing EMDR and reliving horrific the worst day of your life. Um, I'm like, this is incredible. It's amazing. And so I've watched, I don't even know how many sessions now where trauma is healed in a session or two. And I want to talk about my perspective now on trauma, how I think about trauma and why trauma can be healed so quickly. Um, so this is the way I think about it. And if you can just think with me for this time while we're talking about it, think about it this way with me and, and let's see, you know, kind of what you think about it. But, um, if you think of your mind as always scanning for information, 
your unconscious mind, the part you don't even realize it's, it's number one prime directive is to keep you alive, to have you survive. Um, and it's to survive and then possibly thrive after that. So survival is absolutely just the number one thing. And it's constantly scanning for information and data and bringing in, you know, things that are threats, noticing those threats. And when something is a threat or becomes a threat, it gets bigger in our mind because mind wants us to pay attention to it. So it makes it bigger because it's like dangerous, scary. This is a problem, like pay attention to it. Um, but sometimes things that come in, information that comes in, data that comes in, can get way enlarged and sticky and really huge because it was um, something that could have been disturbing or painful or sudden, um, whatever. And mine perceived this as disturbing and it enlarged this. And so if you think of like a, I kind of think of it like a little tube so information comes into mind, mind process it through the data processor processing spot. And within that processing spot, it processes it and then it goes through this tube and it goes into the brain into like memory. Okay, so this, say this event comes into the mind um, goes through the tube. So this is a normal thing like, okay, I remember I brushed my teeth this morning. Um, I can, you know, the data of that brushing my teeth came in, uh, went through the tube and went into memory and okay, yep, I can remember. I have zero meaning attached to it. I have no emotional attachment to it. It just went fine. It was just like, that's a memory. I can look back on it and it's a, oh yeah, I brushed my teeth. So that is how a lot of memories are that, um, can just go into file storage of just like, oh yep, I brushed my teeth. But when something is traumatic and is um, perceived or thought or felt as disturbing, um, that event or that moment can get blown up in the mind so that it's this, think of instead of this little pebble going through this little tube, it's this massive, massive sticky marshmallow. And try to shove a massive sticky marshmallow through a little tube that fits a little pebble, right? It's, it's not going anywhere. It's not going in there because it is so big and sticky. And so it's this sticky marshmallow is stuck where mind is reading something is happening right now. Um, so mind just continues to read this data and information over and over and over again. So mind is constantly like, okay, there's a threat. There's a threat. There's a threat again. Oh, it's happening again. Oh, it's happening again. And so it's not even something you can control. And that's what's so terrifying about trauma. Like I would try to use prayer and just be like, okay, I'm just going to let my child go to sleep and I'm going to not worry about them. I'm going to put them in God's hands and not worry about it. And literally, I I felt like there was nothing I could do but pop up in an absolute panic, just like probably two minutes later, checking on my baby and making sure she was breathing. Like 
it was not in my control. I, I just reacted and responded. And so all of this is happening where you don't have any control over it. It's all like subconscious. It's all where you, you can't make a change from this place. And so when all of this massive goopy marshmallow is there, um, it can't go in, no matter how hard you try, it can't go into the past. It can't go into memory. It's just stuck in that present moment. And so with rapid resolution therapy, we like shrink that marshmallow so it can go through that tube and go into memory. If you think of it too, like mind is reading um, like a, a snapshot. So it sees this photograph of an event that happened and mind just keeps seeing it's like that picture is just there in your mind and it keeps happening again and again even though it technically is a past event but it's not something that's happening now but your mind doesn't know that there hasn't been that communication to mind to understand that it is not happening right now it doesn't exist it's not happening and with this type of um, communication, we communicate fully to your conscious mind and your unconscious mind that that event is no longer happening and that bringing that, shrinking that marshmallow, putting it through into storage so that you can look back at the memory. You can see that it happened. You can notice that it happened. You can know it happened but you're not living the memory as if it's happening now, as if it just happened, or if it's about to happen. Um, I would say for sure, this is my story where um, I do not worry about my kids dying in their sleep. Actually, I just shared on Instagram, so I'll share it here now, where um, Justin, my husband, just left this morning on a, on a trip and he is gone for a few nights and I'm by myself in the middle of Montana somewhere with all of my kids this absolutely would never have happened in the beginning because it, there's no way I would not have been able to to be by myself and I am now by myself with seven kids um, and it is not even a problem. I don't even think about it. I don't even, it, it doesn't even concern me in the slightest. And I can remember that Aria died. I can, I know that memory, that memory is not erased from my mind. I, I can clearly, if I wanted to go walk through that memory, but that memory is not something that I'm reliving or um, playing over and over in my head or even with my other kids. Um, a friend just reminded me that um, she's like, remember when I watched Breelin when we went on a ladies trip? And I'm like, what? Yeah, so we went on a ladies trip a um, couple months after Aria died, maybe six months. And I had a baby four weeks after Aria died. So she came with me. And <clears throat> this friend was so kind to watch her or be with her, sleep with her in the room 
um, overnight because I could not do that. I had to ask people to watch my babies if I was somewhere else. I, I literally could not be with them, could not be with her overnight. Um, so it's just a, a crazy, like I wanted to share kind of like that healing trauma is absolutely possible. Um, and then that's like, for me, it's huge. (laughs) I'm just kind of marveling in the fact that I can sit here by myself and it's not even a problem. Um, so I'm wondering if there was other things I wanted to talk about trauma part of it from the rapid resolution therapy perspective. It's, it's pretty much that. And then the other part of it is in rapid resolution therapy, we harvest the energy from that memory and put it towards where you want to go. So it's not only just kind of taking that the energy from that memory so that memory can go into the past so the memory can be a memory rather than a ever-present, ever-happening event, um, but it also can become fuel for um, where you want to go in your life and kind of what you're looking for. But I, I just want to, um, share a little bit like about this because it's a really, really painless process. It's a effective, quick, and you really don't have to do anything. You just show up, you sit there and listen, um, to whoever you're, you're doing this with. If you do it with me, they would listen to me talk and, and I'd be walking you through things. Um, but it's, it can be scary if you've gone to therapy and for trauma and you might have experiencing something called re-traumatization, um, where the way they're trying to get you to clear the trauma is by having you relive the experience. And, um, then a lot of people are very terrified of getting any help from trauma because they don't want to relive that again. And what I've been so impressed by this, um, is it's, it's, so painless and you don't have to relive anything in order to clear it. Um, working with another mom, it was super fascinating how when we cleared other traumatic events in her life, um, that were not even related to her child's death, how the trauma around her child's death also, um, cleared because we cleared things that were not related, but they were traumatic as well. So this, this way of doing it, like the mind is so amazing that it will just automatically move that to the other things too. So like, you don't even have to talk about your child's death at all. It's not even like, it doesn't even have to be a thing we discuss. It's just it's just so fascinating to me. And like, I I can hear maybe your skepticism of it because I'm like six months in of facilitating it and doing it and seeing amazing results. And every single time I'm still just amazed. And I just am so excited about it. And um, I love, love giving this gift to other moms that you can be free of 
the trauma that you're suffering with. Um, I know how hard it is to live with every day. Um, I have a free one-on-one call session um, that I'm offering right now. Again, everything I offer is <laughs> not guaranteed to last forever. Um, I change things up a lot. So if you want to get one of these free one-on-one calls, I am offering this to clear trauma that has made you feel crazy and is slowly destroying you. So it's a completely free call. Um, I have the reason this came, this call came about is because I've often thought that with my business that someday I want to do a nonprofit of some sort, though I'm not I don't really want to do a nonprofit, but I want to do something some way to help women heal trauma because it is so horrific to live with. And I was like, hey, you know what? I could do that right now. I could offer those um, free one-on-one calls and assist moms in clearing that trauma. And so that's kind of where this idea came out of. And I just want to assist you and help you and show you how amazing this is too, um, that you don't need to spend years in therapy. You don't need to spend years reliving it. Um, something you can expect in this free one-on-one call together is we will not relive those memories. Like you don't have to sit, go back and relive those moments, um, those horrific moments in your life. You also do not need to share every part of your story. Um, Some people can get nervous to come and be like, oh, I have to share the most intimate details of my life. And it's actually not true. Um, You only have to share with me what you think I need to know um, or what is relevant for me to know for what we're doing. Um, When you come, I do most of the talking, which is really different and weird um, compared to therapy but it is really incredible and really effective. It is far different than any therapy you have ever experienced. I can promise you that if you've been a therapy goer, this is going to be like, what? What is going on? But it is amazing. It is not a painful process. It's mostly light and it can be emotional, but not painful. And I just want you to know that you do not need to have years of therapy and sessions to heal the trauma you're suffering with. We can make a very big significant difference in just this one call. I'm not going to promise it's going to be completely gone in one call, but a huge significant difference and like where you can be like, wow, that was amazing and so worth my time to to do this one-on-one free one-on-one call. So I wanted to just share a little bit about my story and then also like I I've thought that I could still recommend EMDR like I'm like I don't I don't put it down because I think it's amazing and it was amazing for me um but I'm like if you could heal trauma in three sessions or in a full year of twice a week therapy sessions which one would you choose like I don't if I would have known that there was another option like this, I didn't want to, I wanted to heal the trauma as quick as possible. Um, and 
maybe you're thinking, well, no, you can't heal anything quickly. Well, grief, grief has not healed quickly, or you don't process through grief quickly, but trauma absolutely can be, um, because it's different than grief, right? It's not grief. They're two different things. And trauma is actually not even emotional. It's a like survival mechanism, um, that got a little kind of stuck in the mind. So, your body is working exactly how it's supposed to. We just clear that in your mind and then everything just continues to flow and that memory can finally go into a memory. I just, if you are living with trauma, my heart goes out to you and I want to give you a giant, giant, great big hug because it's horrible and literally come do this free one-on-one call. That's all I can say. There's absolutely no, um, no, uh, strings attached to it. If you want to do, um, continue to work with me after that, you can feel free to, but I just, I do want to do these calls for you and there's no like pressure at all to do anything else. I really want more moms to experience what it's like to live trauma-free because I'm so grateful. Literally every day, I'm like, I can't believe I can feel so calm in my body. I can't believe like I can go to sleep and I don't have to worry about my kids. Um, I don't at all. And it's just amazing and a huge gift. And I would love to give that gift to you. So you can go to meganhillica.com slash clear trauma Tuesdays. I'll put the link in the show notes um, as well, or just go to meganhillica.com and find the button that says work with me and you'll find it there as well. Um, again, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing these free one-on-one calls. So if you want to do one, I would sign up today and then get started on that. Okay, so that's all I have for today. I will see you next week. Take care, my friend. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for Gravy Moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.